What Do You Do? The Delusional Soccer Podcast. What do you do? A soccer delusion shared by two brothers in close association. You really let me down. Well, you... Just like we've let the listener down, this is our first podcast in... We're 14 minutes into the episode after the <laughs> intro is played. Uh, this is our first podcast in two weeks. We failed to record an episode in the final week before an international break, which meant we had a planned hiatus that we just doubled, which is honestly, that's very like us. Yeah. That's on brand for Footy Pod Pie, or whatever the name of this podcast is at the point in which you're listening to it. Could be the penalty spot. Could be two fucking guys talking about footy. You know, I mean, I feel like that would gain some traction. Yeah, well, you'd think. Um, But really, once you're, once you're, you name, once you ask your audience, um, what should we name the the podcast? And they vote for the the thing they... And you pick the other one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's just, uh... You hate to see it. And the whole thing is like, hey, two American guys talking about an English league. We should have a French podcast name. (laughs) Which (laughs) isn't even a real term. Listen, we're going to learn. We made (laughs) the term. Look, our shirts rule. The shirts fucking rule. The logo adaptation that we have is phenomenal maybe not the one that's on our twitter profile picture as i say this but like what are you gonna do um but what do you do you know i like the name ilto 8 productions along with uh banana land and cue the banter which seemingly nick is currently working on graphics for cue the banter because i keep getting notifications on my computer that creative cloud conjuring things have been saved Oh, I'm... is that you get notifications for that? Yeah. I, I so... did not know I get notifications, but apparently I Yeah, do. yeah. We have that episode that's coming out tonight. A friend of ours um, is driving and it's like waiting for that podcast. And I said, hey, any chance we get it out tonight? I mean, we're supposed to get it out tonight. We normally get it out Tuesday and Nick yeah. would either get it out Monday night or Tuesday night. Yeah. Um, so. It's one, so one of those things where you can kind of post Monday night and publicize Look, Tuesday morning. Yeah, and, and what we're doing here is we are, um, two, this is a, you know, we haven't done anything in two weeks, which is what Q the Banter has sort of turned into, and it's, it's mm. quite good. It's quite we, relaxing, there's no stress, we haven't, we don't have to release another episode for another two weeks. I like right. having, no I like having no consistency, which has led you and Nick to be talking about scary movies into Thanksgiving. Because well, like still spooky. It's yeah, still cold. It's still yeah, you had these this podcast where you decided not to talk about a movie, but you were going to talk about the movies that you might talk about. And you knock you're still it. Record, you're still. You knock, you it's, knock it. That, it's that episode got that episode got more listens than any of the movie ones we did. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so why don't we jump into the football? We, of course, we're, missed a lot. We didn't get into Man City Liverpool. That was a one-one draw, which. Now I'm looking back two weeks later. I don't fucking remember that for a second. Yeah, you brought um, it up, and I was like, "Oh, did they play?" Yeah, why don't we talk about games that have actually happened? Yeah, <laughs> um, um, let's take a look at Saturday. The big, it's yeah. the big one. Spurs, Man City. We were gonna have a guest on, 
Uh, we were. So let's. We do have oh. to publicly shame him on the podcast just to make sure he's listening. Yeah, uh, we we're gonna have our buddy Nick Stripmatter, who who he is a Manchester City fan. Dad is a Spurs fan. So it's the Stripmatter Derby, and you know it was very interesting. You know we've we've talked about we like having guests on, but we want to like we want we would love to have a third person on this show every now and then who has the sort of rapport that you and I have together. Yeah. So Nick, like us Nick is a candidate if he would stop fucking flying. No, 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 no. he's not. A, he, he, was, he was a candidate, but he said to us, guys, you go ahead and do it. Um, I'm kind of out of date on this season. So there's that. Because we need someone who is knows what they're talking about. Yeah. But also can banter with us a little bit. Uh, and Nick, uh, this was going to be his tryout. I was ready. I was ready for it. And he totally, he, he failed. And he but, decided um, to fuck us. Yeah. Thanks, Nick. City fans. It's like, honestly, we were like, hey, Nick. He's like, what do I get to it? What do I expect? What, what should I expect uh, coming on to the episode? And we were like, well, think of it. It's going to be like a champion, Champions League match. And he said, oh, okay. Uh, I won't be there. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, all city, like all City fans. Yeah, big, <laughs> like big City fan. Never goes to games, just like all the rest of the City fans that exist. Yeah. Um, you can't claim lockdown as an excuse. Or the fact that you live in when? Mississippi. Is, is there any talk of them getting fans back in the stadium? I feel like that was something that like there we talked was, about. They there went. Was, they went into a second lockdown though in the UK. Right, because they're smart. Um, well, we're gonna go to one too. Um, the thing is, like, we like because because I remember there was like talk about it once they came back. Yeah. So and then once they said, oh, like they're like October, October, October. Um, and then once that that got pushed back, I feel like I haven't heard anything about it. So fans are going to be allowed back into the stadiums at the end of the lockdown. It's expected that it's going to be about 4,000 in the first tier and 2,000 in the second tier that will be allowed of, mm-hmm. of stadiums. And obviously, if you don't have second tiers, then you have less fans, but that's just how that goes. Um, so that'll be interesting to see how that works, how their lockdown kind of curbs the the rise of the of the virus everywhere also a big thing to note jared joe biden's won the election i think like six times since we last talked yeah but he doesn't control it uh england that's fair but like american listeners we've had the results right. of seven elections all in one in the past two yeah. weeks that's that's wild democracy that's a look we're the <laughs> democracy of our, our, barely work our, our elections are the uh the envy of the world yeah and that's jared taking a sip of presumably coffee yeah, I got a, I got a, no i got a creme brulee uh espresso i like that i just wanted to make sure that the people knew you took a sip I have the visual, they don't. But why don't we get into the Spurs-Man City game? A 2-0 win for Jose Mourinho's side. Uh, Sun gets it started off in the fifth minute. Giovanni Lo Celso, everyone's least favorite Premier League player, just because of his dumb fucking face, scores in the 65th. That's his first Premier League goal. You can't do this. I know, I know. That's the only only slander I'll go with. You can't because you're going to be inviting... We don't have enough Next week. to this, and you're going to be uh, trying to get uh, past and future guest uh, Chuck Booth on to talk Spurs. Um, you can't be disrespecting them. Like I know. I, I know. And I you're going to rue the day at the end of the season. 
I am. Well, I texted you. I texted you that Harry Kane is going to shatter the assist record and Spurs are going to win the league. That's where I'm at mentally. Whether that's actually a tactical uh, point I've reached by watching them, or whether it's a dread point in my sulking amid watching their uh, their success. I, I I can't really tell you, but I mean, City controlled the ball. They had two-thirds of possession, but it's a classic Mourinho against uh, Pep performance. Sit back, soak up the pressure, and hit him on the counterattack, and it, it worked to perfection. Like, the the LaCelso goal, like, that counterattack was just pinpoint perfect for mm-hmm. for Spurs. Um, a lot of questions now about Manchester City. Not able to score a goal against Spurs, who... I mean, not that they're not solid defensively, but you'd, you'd back City to at least get something here. Um, and but, we, but too often in recent months, we've seen City frustrated by yeah. by a defense, by an organized defense, and there's no one better at it than Mourinho. We saw it, um, and we'll sort of get into this with our when we talk about uh, Arsenal. Uh no, we 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 don't we don't, we don't have to talk about that. We're gonna because we're gonna <laughs> talk about it because if any, if anything they're in they're in our stock up stock down. Um, Wonder which category yeah. they'll fall into. So, but like even the even the semifinal of the FA Cup last season, they were frustrated and at times yeah. they looked. But like there was just points where it's like it got to a point where it's like they're not gonna score. They missed their chance. Um, and you you know like they they looked pretty solid. They had the goal. Of course, it was taken away because of the handball yeah uh, but it wasn't like at that point it was still kind of like oh they might still get a goal but once tottenham get a second goal i don't think anyone thought that no City were you didn't back. think oh well it's let's over. if they can get one back maybe they'll have a chance no, like, no. it was over it was, they, that was it. their confidence their body language is terrible so mm-hmm. there's a free kick close to um close to the end line de bruyne takes it he swings it in almost as if it's a corner he's aiming for the far post and it goes over, and as he walks away from that, shoulders down, heads heads down, like it's just disappointing. Now, uh, Tim Stillman, who he does, he's a, an Arsenal writer, mostly does stuff for the Arsenal women, but he's part of an Arsenal podcast. I follow him on Twitter, and he just he made the easiest point about uh, Man City that that there is to be made. Jesus isn't as good as Aguero. Rodri isn't as good as Fernandinho. Mares is not as good as Sané, and nobody, nobody, City can field is as good as David Silva. Those four players not in this team make this team so much worse. Now, Pep Guardiola has been one of those managers that's been saying we need to get five subs back in. The players are getting hurt. Blah blah blah. Raheem Sterling was away with England. He didn't start this game. That played a uh, played a role in that. He used two subs. What he, I don't know what he's talking about. He's yeah. Talking about player fitness, and Sergio Aguero didn't come off the bench. Yeah, and it's weird. Yeah, it's weird what we're seeing with Aguero. Like, Aguero, I guess. He's injury like problems. Quiet. He's just yeah. quietly, his career. I think it's honestly, just, it's also just been so impressive how long he's been so good for them. Yeah. But it's just sort of like quietly, his career with City is sort of coming to an end. And just the old guard of City, it's like it's gone. This is like a new new thing. Like one name that you didn't even mention, 
Or maybe he did, and I just missed it. Like, Fernandinho. Yeah, he was in there. Rodri just isn't... Rodri is a lightweight in midfield compared to Fernandinho. They just don't have that guy. They haven't gotten that guy. And, you know, like, you can point back, oh, they tried to get a midfielder. You know, they ended up getting Rodri. They wanted to get Jorginho. But, like, even Jorginho wouldn't have been. No, he wouldn't have been they the wanted. answer. He, he would have been the answer. Um, they just don't have... Like, when he was at his best for them was I mean these past like the past the two years they won like he was so important to the team um and whenever he was out they seemed to struggle and that that was just so important for them they haven't figured that out and like you said they just it's just been a downgrade like they have because they have good players Phil Foden a, a very bright player Bernardo Silva good player Fer- Ferran Torres is starting to like get into his stride. I, I don't know if you saw the um, the Riyad Mahrez goal in the international break. While, you know, he might not be as good as Sané, he's still really good. He still has that the ability to, yeah, to crawl st- it on his left foot. He might just not have the consistency that he once had. Yeah, they still have Kevin De Bruyne. So, like, yeah, you're missing Silva. You still have Kevin. I think the two big ones, I think it's, it's, it's Jesus and it's not having a replacement for Fernandinho. I think those are the two biggest things. I think yeah. the other ones you can get by on. Because I think I th- they have I think... attacking players, bright, you know, like just good players that might not be as good as what was there before. But like I think I David Silva think... being out of this team. And not to say that David Silva last season was stellar. Like he his career is, he's closer to the end of his career than he is to the beginning of it. And that's, you know, there's reasons why he's not in the team anymore. But it's not easy just to replace a player like that. If you have, think about when they had Fernandinho at the base and Kevin De Bruyne and David Silva operating as two more attacking midfielders. So the defensive midfielders for, say, for this first team would have had to pay mind to both of them. Now they can really focus on taking De Bruyne out of the game while... Bernardo Silva might have a little more space to play with, but he's not nearly as good as David Silva. So, yeah, it's yeah, it's it. It just seems like the the city era might be a little bit. Well, it's it's weird when you think about that because Pep just signed a new contract. Do you think that has uh, shades of Leo Messi possibly coming in the summer? It, I mean, it could. It, like that, that. I mean, that's the. The language, the yeah. language in their announcement wasn't like, oh, the the two sides were, were really wanted to make this happen. It was like, oh, this felt like it made sense for both of us. That's that's all they. Th- I think it's just more like, where else is Pep gonna go? I guess like maybe PSG, but like I don't really know where he goes after City if it's not like back to Barcelona. Do you, does you know, PSG? Like, I mean, like not to say that. Pep doesn't improve no. pretty much anywhere he goes, but they, don't need they it, want to no. win the Champions League, and Pep hasn't won the Champions League since he left yeah, Barcelona. The Get Mourinho out of the Champions yeah. League or something. Like, I don't know. Um, yeah, it, it, it just seems... Because it, it did seem like, after last season, coming into the season, I, if you... Like, I mean, I think we had... I think I had City the first week as being my favorites to win the title this season. Yeah, we both back. did. Um, um, but I think if you were to say to me, hey, what happens if they don't? I would say, well, that's it. Like, Pep's going to leave. It's going to... Yeah. Like, and it, it just doesn't... You know, they... 
you know, going into this game, like, they could have beaten Tottenham and were in a whole different thing because they they do have that game in hand. Have they had they beaten Tottenham or even gotten a Okay, well yeah, had they beaten them, they'd have they'd be on fifteen points a game in hand, which would bring them up to if if they get three points from that would bring them up to uh the top four level with Chelsea and Leicester. Uh they don't have a great goal difference. Oh no, they do have a good. Their goal, their goal difference is uh, is up there, not as good as the other two teams. But like, say you yeah. get those wins, they're right up in there, and they're right a part of that conversation. Yeah. Now you look at it, it's like if City win, which they, if City win their game in hand, which I don't know who it's against, I'm less confident in that being guaranteed three points, and also it it takes them as high as eighth. That's it. Yeah. It doesn't. They're still. Out of, they're still out of the loop there. The quote-unquote game in hand, it's yet to be scheduled, but it's against Aston Villa, who are... Right. It depends on the would day. Would be the team right above them. It would yeah. be right, but it would be the, it's the team right above them. So, like, they're still... Yeah, like, I don't know. It's just... It's, now, a, for, I mean, it's, it's a long season. Maybe these guys hit their stride. I think... I just... They need to figure out... Because I... As good as... I mean, Gabriel Jesus can be pretty solid. He's not... They're gonna need someone else. They need another striker. They need yeah. another forward who like they can can switch up with. If they're if Aguero is not really gonna be a part of the plan. You think City will spend big cash a couple of years down the road on either Mbappe or Erling Haaland? I can see it. I can. I mean, yeah, but like, or what happened? Do they get Messi? Do they go after Messi? Yeah, that's true. If... Whereas the thing is, they. Sh- it's a weird take, but like. They should probably go for the other two guys. Yeah, I agree. Long term, like nothing. Like they should wait till Mbappe's contract is up. Yeah, um, I think that would be the the best thing for them to do now. I just um, can't. Envi- I, I don't know if I can envision either of those two players at City. I don't know. Like, I'm trying to think. Cause you always just like you think of like players. It's like who would you where, where can you picture them playing? I don't know where I'd I'd picture those two guys. Maybe maybe City. Maybe or, or United or something like that. It's just maybe Erling Holland could go to Liverpool or something like that. I don't know. No thanks. Like, no thanks. I don't want yeah, him to maybe, go anywhere in England. Yes, yeah, if it's not play. if it's not the team I'm supporting. <laughs> um, quietly, uh Hoiberg and Ndombele have been pretty solid for Spurs in the midfield and looking much better than he did last season. That's big for them too, um, amongst yeah, all the other working parts. He was going to leave. Like, yeah, like, this, oh, is, hey, this is a two-nil win without Bale having to come off the bench. Like I know he's a guy who, since he's been so out of favor at Real Madrid, he needs some playing time to really get back to his best football. But so he's he's not a player who currently is seen as you know first option at at Spurs, but. They got the win. They didn't need him, and they still have him as an option going forward. Now, um, you want to talk for two seconds? Two seconds is the. We're gonna talk about what, it's what, the it, that's the most first. amount of time. First. No, 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 a, a, another game. Okay, hey, okay, it's a game. I don't want to get pay any time to. Manchester United won West Brom nil. West Brom given oh a God. penalty. VAR chalks it off. Manchester United given a penalty. It's saved. VRA says the keeper's off the line. Bruno Fernandes scores again. It's the only way that this team can win. I was on 
I was on the phone with you. Yeah. And you said, oh, what, like, and I was like, oh, he saved it. Because, like, I saw on Twitter, like, people were like, justice. It was like, that was all caps. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm expecting him to save it. Um, he does. And then you're, and then I'm like, oh, wait a second. And you're like, oh, what, what are they, uh, make her, yeah, you're like, oh, they're going to make him retake it. And then that actually happened. You weren't even watching the game. I was like, on a walk just... with Miss Maisie. Um, and that's what happened, of course. Of course. Um. So they they f- it's it's not I, they, they, look I get I get I get well yeah they I hate it I they were fr- they were left frustrated by West Brom. Um, do, you, do you think that uh, United fans are as frustrated watching them as neutrals yes. are? Yes, because they watch. Because here's the thing: Anthony Martial is playing for United right now. He's struggling so hard. And, you know, in the in football Twitter, he's just, it's just like he's a big topic of discussion because it's like every time any – like it's like, you know, especially with Chelsea, it's like he's the one they bring – like, oh, like Giroud has, is doing this for France. Martial is nowhere near it. Or like Zuma yeah. has more goals than Martial. Martial has more like red cards than shots on target – or has the same amount of red cards as shots on target this season. It's it's an incredibly frustrating thing. I mean, they have to hope for Cavani to really come into the fold and, and start playing more because mm-hmm. to be frustrated, like, look, they beat West Brom. Chelsea didn't. So, like, it's a weird, like, for me, like, it, it's a weird for me to be like, oh, like, you have to be able to beat this team. But, like, yeah. like you're at home playing You at least West scored Brom. three. Chelsea at least scored three goals against them. None, like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, it wasn't from, like, a penalty. And, and, I said this to you, like, the penalty, I get, like, you don't want the goalie to jump, hop off the line. And, with, and I, I think, I, I would love to go back and look at, like, all these, like, past penalties, because it definitely happened yeah. so much. And now VAR is going to be able to get rid of it. But, like, in this instance, he hopped off the line. He hops forward the same time Bruno Fernandez does. So, like, in this particular instance, I don't have an issue with it at all. Even if it was Jorginho and the goalie hopped the same time Jorginho yeah. does. That should be fine. The, because, yeah, I, I spoke with you about this. That version of a penalty should not be legal. If the stutter step on your last step is not legal, the hop should not be legal. I don't know why it is. It's yeah. one of those things that we kind of have to, like I mentioned to you, like it, the, the rule is a little bit behind the times, but it needs to be... It needs to be taken out of the game because it's got to be one of the most frustrating, one of the most annoying things to watch. I'm honestly just surprised that, like, one thing, like, watching Jorginho, because, you know, he had his struggles and missed a couple. Um, I've always, like, wondered, like, if I'm if I'm those players and I'm known for that, like, one of those times I'm just going to step up and, like, just put my laces through it. Yeah. Because no one's going to expect it. Yeah. But... Yeah, it, it, they need to work it out because it is it's too much like the stutter. Yes, it's it's incredibly challenging and I don't think we we realize how hard that actually is to do, but like still, like what it does, like it's it 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 puts the the penalty taker at the same advantage that the stutter step does and honestly, probably even more so cuz it's such just a weird run up. Yeah. But, like I said, we're not going to talk about it. 2 seconds, that's it. We our 2 seconds is up. Uh, 45 years ago. Um, let's stick with Saturday. The The player that we all assume is going to win, PFA Player of the Year at the end of the Premier League season with a goal, Danny Welbeck, baby. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> you literally just said that you think Harry Kane is going to break the assist record. Yeah, Danny Welbeck with the goal in the 12th minute. His first for Brighton. I knew that he was on Brighton when the lineups were released. <laughs> and you texted me. Yeah. I genuinely had not realized he signed. Aston Villa coming off a 3-0 win against Arsenal before the international break. Lose to Brighton in it. Just they're just having a weird season, aren't they? Brighton or Aston Villa? Aston Villa. Aston, oh yeah. Aston Villa like world beaters. I mean, to be to win 10-2 on aggregate aggregate against um, You want to try to say aggregate again? Aggregate against uh, Liverpool and Arsenal, and you know, drop points against Brighton or lose to Brighton. I mean, Brighton. Look, Brighton are impressive. Um, and like the biggest. Remember, Brighton were only risk... a point ahead of Burnley before this game. Yeah, no, no, but Burnley like, bad. They, yeah, Burnley, Burnley bad. That's that's <laughs> the weird thing with like Brighton, and the biggest risk for them is they they play some good football, but like they're not afraid. They're maybe not afraid enough to to make like they don't play pragmatically a lot of the time they play their football we're going to play our way which teams we've seen teams go down because of that yeah i don't think brighton will i think they're they're going to grow into the season and, and just be yeah i think ahead, brighton head above the, those lower teams i think they're good enough and i think the teams below them are bad enough yeah yeah like i mean burnley yeah burnley West Brom, uh, Sheffield need to figure their shit out. Sheffield because one point four goals in nine games, one point, just yeah. And think about the angle real quick for Sheffield fans. Football was happening. You were in the stadium. You were watching a team that could possibly qualify for Europa League. Lockdown happens. So the last time you were watching your team live in person. They you were, were thinking, you were thinking about, about where Europe. in Europe you were going to be, and now you're thinking season. where in we might get half a season, half a season of reduced capacity before watching us in the championship again, like that. Yeah, yeah, like they're going to be. I think they will hit a good run of form at some point, um, and luckily, even though they're they only have one point so far, the team that's right outside of the drop zone are only four points ahead of them. Like it, it. Takes two games and they're out of this. This yeah, little. Yeah, I think we're but looking. You at don't want to wait. Yeah. Too much longer think, to get your first win of the season. Yeah, I think if we're looking at the end of the season, if I had to pick between which team, if I had to like say, let's look with the bottom three. It's Fulham, West Brom, Sheffield right now. Yeah. If I had to say, oh, do you think Burnley will be in there rather than Sheffield? I would say yes. I yeah. think I think it's more I, likely yeah. if Sheffield. If there's one team in that bottom three that I think get out of the bottom three, it's definitely Sheffield. Um, yeah. Do you, like now what do you, where are you where are you uh, on like the other two teams in the bottom three? Like why like, how likely do you think it is that West Brom or Fulham It's not even nice to talk about. I they're <laughs> I think Fulham oh. Fulham can be exciting. Fulham can be an exciting team. Half they of need to figure their shit out. Like they, half of like, West Brom's goals this season came against Chelsea. Wild, that's wild. But like, yeah. Right, how many goals do? Did West Brom? What? What are their other results looking like? I want to take a look to see because they've scored six. I goals. think it's it's three draws. They've had they've had three yeah. draws. They so West Brom and Sheffield both still searching for wins. Um. 
Five, they, so, Sheffield have four goals apiece. So let me tell you this. Let me tell you this is this is brutal. Five goals for uh, West Brom were scored in the first three games. They scored two against Everton in a 5-2 loss, then the 3-3, and then a 1-1 with Brighton. They were shut out by Fulham. Just, they were shut out by Burnley. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to see what what we'll, well, yeah, Burnley, we'll have to <laughs> we'll, we'll have to see where where West Brom take like how they kind of react to this United result because they should feel frustrated by it. They should probably sack Slavin Milic if we're being honest. Well, but. I think it's early for that. They're still they're still two points away. Who do you think from... the first manager to get sacked is? Um, the first manager to get sacked. Or whether, the first manager to leave, whether it's a mutual consent, like, whatever that is. Right, because, like, if it's, if it's, if it's, like, Burnley, like, I feel like it's going to be... I don't think it's going to be Sean Dyche. Right. I, like, but I'm saying, like, if it is him, yeah. then he's not going to, it's going to be on, like... They're going to sit him down and say, listen, do you mind brilliant. fucking off? Yeah, like... Um, it's got to be Hot Scott, right? It's got to be Hot Scott Parker. Yeah, Hot I Scott mean, Parker. I'm interested because, like, that's you know, you look at the teams. It's like they've scored five more goals than Sheffield and Burnley. Yeah, I think they have some like some bright young players on that team. It's the defense that's really the main issue. And they 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 got to stop missing penalties. <laughs> the Adamola Lookman penalty, and then I forget who took it this weekend that would have saved them a point, but just slips at this penalty spot and skies it. The Lookman one a couple weeks ago was rough, though. Yeah, the, the, one the was stutter awful. chip. Who who takes it? Because I think I think Mitrovic missed one too. Um, Ariola maybe. Yeah, I don't have know. have the keeper come out come out and last, take the penalty. This past game, I was encouraged by the the past Fulham game yeah. um, because of you know Ruben Loftus Cheek came in and played really well. Wins a penalty, they miss it, and then he scores. So like he yeah. almost single handedly came off for forty minutes and and got him a point in that game. Yeah, uh, which I was encouraged by, but also just kind of like figure the penalties out. This guy it's came bad. on. This guy start putting penalties like take them like you're in. Fucking middle school. Like, middle schoolers take better penalties than the professionals. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, but, I mean, another Dominic Calvert-Lewin brace. Ten goals in nine games for him in the Premier League. Decore gets a goal. Two assists from Luca Digne. Like, Let's see. not so, the best performance from Everton. But those guys got the job done. Calvert-Lewin has more goals than Wolves, Arsenal, Fulham, Burnley, West Brom, Sheffield United. What about the teams that he's is he he's level on goals with how many? He's level on goals Just with Man City. Man City and, and Newcastle. Dominic Calvert-Lewin has as many goals as Manchester City. Maybe that solves the Manchester City. Maybe that solves the striker problem there. We were talking about who oh, City bring in, but that's another one. I don't see DLC going to going to city i really can't picture people wearing the man city shirt until they're wearing it so that might have something to do with it um but why don't we take a quick break break. this episode has been all over the place i have no idea what we've talked about or if we've even said anything about any of the games we're gonna do stock up stock down when we come back 
enjoying Footy You Do? If you're a fan of Zach and Jared's, you're going to love another Iltoe production, Banana Land. Each week, we'll talk about socially dystopian topics that are sure to get you talking. Topics like the Mandela Effect, what your tombstone will say, or even the origins of mankind. There's something for everyone. Sounds interesting, right? Check us out on Twitter, Instagram, and stream wherever you listen to podcasts. Do you enjoy forms of entertainment that usually take 90 to 120 minutes to complete? Do you expect that time frame to include moments of sheer drama, utter heartbreak, or end-to-end action? No, we're not talking about the 2017 FA Cup Final. We're talking about the movies. The movies. On Cue the Banter, Jared and I talk about our favorite movies and try to get each other to watch those movies. And we try to convince you to watch those movies as well. Add them to your queue and let the banter ensue. Cue the banter, an Ill to Wait podcast. Welcome back to the Schizophrenia Football Show, where we talk about things that we don't remember and we don't know what we're talking about next. That's a good that's a good tagline, right? We should put that on a shirt. No. But we should pick a podcast name before we make the shirt. Yeah. Uh, like stock that. up, stock down. Let's let that uh you want to do stock up, stock down? Okay. Yeah, I want to do that. Just... I want that to dictate the conversation the the rest of the way. I'm sure. I'm sure Liverpool might be involved somewhere. Maybe. Um. Let's weird see. if they're not. We're gonna so so stock stock down Manchester City. We've we've talked to them already. What? About them. Okay, so let's just get out of that. We've already we've already said what we wanted to about them. Okay, what about a stock down that we haven't mentioned? You sure you want to do that? Let's get into it. A fucking nil nil draw with Leeds. Mikel Art. So I'm gonna say Mikel Arteta stock down. We're not going Arsenal. We're gonna go Mikel Arteta stock down. Last so I we didn't have a show, but I still did my stock up stock down in case. Oh, because I'm just like re-upping my table every every week. Yeah. Arsenal and Man City were my stock down from last week. Can I ask why it's specifically Arteta and not just the the team itself? It's more. It's look. This could just be a personal thing for me. So like, I had gone like since last season and coming into this season, I had in my head. Okay, I don't like these new like Ali Gunnar Solskjaer, Frank Lampard. Mikel Arteta. I thought that Mikel Arteta was the best manager of the of that, of that trio. Yeah, I no longer think that. How in the world he managed under Pep Guardiola for a couple of seasons, and he is now diet caffeine free Jose Mourinho. I do not understand it. What I don't understand the style of play that Arsenal play. I do not get it. I get sometimes in big games it has been effective where they've taken the pragmatic approach. But they looked pragmatic. I get it in the second half, but like Leeds had some good chances that they were left ruining at the end of the first half. That they could have been like, oh. They hit the we woodwork didn't... three or four times in, within the in, 90 minutes. Yeah, well, yeah, the second half they hit it like 15 times. Yeah. And like, I don't want to get too much into the fact like, oh, um, you know, they had the red card. But let's look at. So, like, it, overall, here's the thing. Arsenal is stocked down also. I yeah. wanted to... They, they, like, did, they looked better without Pepe on the field, honestly. The 40 minutes without him were better than the 50 minutes with him. Yeah. Um, they had some good chances. 
even without him. Yeah. Um, Saka came on, created a couple different chances, whether it was for himself or for other players, and then, of course, got injured and had to yeah. be then subbed off. Yeah. Nine goals this season. Um, then you have... So then you, you have the Pepe red card. I got. I have, I have words to have with you, by the way. Just We'll, we'll get okay. there. Okay. Lack of discipline. Yeah. Okay. Um, bust up between Ceballos and David Luiz in training. Lack of discipline. Willian. Traveling to Dubai and having to show a That's where I'm going to have fucking words with you. Lack of discipline. It's becoming a recurring theme. There's three yeah. separate occasions where these guys have... Mateo Guendouzi, Mesut Ozil, the, the situation surrounding these players also shows problems within the club. Whether that's problems that existed that Arteta seems to try to fix or whether when, they've just like been... Like, yeah. why'd you get Guendouzi? Because right, like, all this stuff came out with Guendouzi, and you're like, yeah, actually, like, he, like, did this shit. He like, did this at PSG. Just... It's why he left PSG. Yeah. Um, And he's going to do it, hopefully, Hertha Berlin by him, and then he just does it again once he's permanently their player and he's paid Arsenal for him. What William, was the game? William is well, a fucking <laughs> joke. I don't want to go back to anything. I don't want you to ask any more fucking Guendouzi questions. Willian is a fucking fraud. Now, I did not know this, but listening to one of the several Arsenal podcasts that I listened to, and the the man who I referenced earlier, Tim Stillman, about the tweet that he was looking at Man City, he mentioned this on the Arsenal Vision podcast. Willian was named in the Panama Papers. What are the Panama Papers? The Panama Papers... Uh, are linking people all around the world to hoarding wealth in offshore uh, uh, accounts. Willian is one of the people that was named. Yeah, but among, he just did that among Tiger he was Woods, able, whatever. He was, like, no, he was only named in that once. Once people were like, "Wait, Arsenal gave him a, what was his yeah. contract per week?" He put him in. Put him in the Panama Papers. More unacceptably, he voted for Bolsonaro. <laughs> oh boy! Two big L's there, and he is just useless. He is so bad. He has looked fucking terrible. We want to know what he looked good when he played a team that should be in League One. Fulham are garbage. Hot Scott Parker. His team is terrible. And that's the only time that William looked useful. When do you guys play Tottenham? Not next week, but the following week. You got to play William. You got to. We don't have a choice. Pepe suspended. You trust me. You're gonna play William, and you're gonna be. You're gonna be. Uh, you're gonna be. Singing his praises. Guy loves playing against Tottenham. We don't have... That, we literally don't that, have a choice. Other, yeah, right? other than that... I like, I, I told you. You, told were, you. <laughs> you were relatively optimistic about... I was optimistic about him because I watched the Fulham game. And then after that... Well, yeah, but hasn't... also even like going to the season, you were like, I think we're going to get maybe like a season and a half that's like decent out of him. Yeah, 18 and months just... is what I... We're, we've got about four minutes. William came to your club because he wanted to continue to run his restaurant in London. Yeah. That is it. Now, a couple notes about Arsenal real quick. I think you're right that current, at, at, absolutely at the current state, Mikel Arteta is not even close to being the best manager of those of that trio that you mentioned. Um, Arsenal lack creativity when David Luiz is not on the side. However ridiculous of a statement that is, Dude, it's no, true. I, it's, not, it's not ridiculous. We had the same issue at times with Sarri. Yeah. Um, he was our main creative outlet. Thomas Partey was injured before the international break, and he they miss him big time in the midfield. Mohamed Elneny, who was a good partner 
against Manchester United with Partey tested positive for COVID and missed this match. Yeah, what's um, the, is that like an Egypt thing? Because Salah had it too. I guess Fuck so. My FPL. I, yeah, I guess so. Those fucking you know, they, mu- they must have taken a, gr- a group trip to the pyramids and all caught COVID. Yeah. Um, Pepe doesn't have a future at Arsenal. I think he's still probably going to be a decent player. But no, like it, whole, this is not look, this is not the place for him, and I hope yeah. he goes. I hope play. he goes in January, but I'm not confident there. The hope with Pepe was he was a bright player at Lille, yeah, who did amazing with Lille, and you know there's one clear Fuck thing. It, no, no, I'm like I'm not trying to like oh, like but like it's like oh this could work out like look at what like yeah. when Chelsea got Hazard well, from Lille this, and like he tore he tore it up yeah it, and it Arsenal just, got Gervinho from Lille and look how fucking bad that went stop buying players from Lille <laughs> <laughs> please stop buying players from like lower French. Teams, Lyon, Lille. What? But what? What is Arsenal's style of play? Um, scramble defensively and never get into the final third. Yeah, I mean, like, it's like, like they should be like, because Arsenal relatively like twenty-five or, shots. Like, for they Leeds. can be organized. They can be organized defensively and hard to break down, which Leeds didn't do. Leeds. I was like watching Isley. Obviously, I was kind of pulling for Leeds. Um, it was frustrating to watch because I honestly think watching that game, I thought that Leeds had a chance to win the game when it was eleven. When it was 11, 11, yeah. 11, 11 So the fact that they couldn't do it, and you know, maybe to your point, it was because Pepe was off, um, and Arsenal could start playing better. But like, they couldn't do it. They hit the post so many times, and like Leeds play such nice football. Biesla is such a good coach. But like they are still leads. Like these are still a lot of players yeah. who came like, from the championship. Like they don't have the quality, individual quality, to necessarily make that system always work. And, and of course, they they hit the post a couple times. They were unlucky. It just yeah, wasn't so, their day. So Arsenal are in ninth. Leeds or no, Arsenal are in twelfth. Sorry. Um, and Leeds are in fourteenth. And Leeds fans are enjoying watching their team this season. I haven't. I. I I don't know when I've last enjoyed watching Arsenal. The probably the F- FA no, Cup final. Enjoyed, no, you enjoyed them Fulham. this season. Fulham, Jared. No, they who, Fulham. Did you? Who did you? Did you? Uh, what was the game? You were very excited about a game. Maybe I was, was high top. on the. I was high on the performance against Manchester United because for reasons that have kind of. Was that a cup game? No, they beat Why United one 0 in the league. With a penalty, right? You were so yeah. You were so. You were I, I, there were there were several positives to take from it, but all of those positives have already shown themselves to be short term and not actual characteristics of the team. Stock down, baby. You have any more? No, it's Manchester City and Arsenal. What about the uh, the, the Pep the Pep Guardiola contingent of coaching? There we go. <laughs> Who is looking I up? Just, I just don't get like I, why is he like he. To stay on the Arteta thing for a second, I just don't get it. I, he, yeah, he, neither do I. Why is he a second-rate Mourinho right now? I, I don't know. Like you, you're under Pep. Was he a defensive player? He was a midfielder, a defensive midfielder. Yeah, but so was Frank Lampard, and you can see them like oh. Well, yeah, him. Frank Lampard was much more of an attacking midfielder than. Well, that's what I'm saying, and that's present was. in their play, though. Yeah. Like, is he was he an out-and-out defensive midfielder? No. Or like, like, okay. Um. Oh, so, yeah. go back. What What was your question that I that you were gonna ask about Gwendozi? Where I started to yell. 
No, 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 no. When you were about to bring up Ozil, I was asking to okay. ask what the I no no I brought I was thinking about Ozil. You brought okay. up Willian. I was gonna ask what that one game was. Maybe it was against Leicester. Ozil against like Leicester. Ozil against Leicester, just totally bossing it. It's like it, this is what you're missing. Absurd. Yeah, an absurd well, performance. That now that you have a pragmatic setup and the defense is kind of compact, like play Ozil. You like, can't. You have the freedom to play Ozil. We don't. He's not registered in the Premier League. He is not registered in the Premier League. He is not registered in the Europa League. He can That's play in the true. League Cup. Jesus. All right. Stock up. Certainly not Ozil. That's not Ozil. <laughs> it's Spurs, isn't it? It's Tottenham. Yeah, it has Tottenham. to be. How could it not yeah. be? Yeah. Uh, stock up on Ndombele. Stock up on Hoiberg. He's been a solid player in the midfield. Stock up on not needing Bale to come off the bench, like I mentioned. Yeah. Like Stock up on Jose Mourinho. Yeah. This is a guy that, oh, he's passed it. I certainly didn't think that he was going to, like, I thought him coming into Spurs, I was like, okay, he's going to be fine. Like, I don't, but I didn't know, no part of me thought, oh, he's going to get, I guess, I, I think at times in the podcast, I kind of said that, like, they have the kind of team that would work with Mourinho. Uh-huh. Um, and the fact that he was like, he said to, what, he said to Harry Kane, like, I'm going to make you explode. Mm-hmm. And he is. That sounds sexual. Stock up on exactly. Mourinho's Instagram, though. Social media. Just, he's crushing it, it. He's, yeah, which it's honestly, that's an excellent PR move. Yeah. Because, I mean, and I guess it's it's hard to tell. Like, when the team's doing well, Mourinho is fine. Like, yeah, he can be, like, irritable sometimes. Uh, Sometimes more so, more so. No, but like I, he, I don't know. He seems he. I'm I'm not like getting annoyed by him right now. And a lot of the times it has to do with how good the team is doing. Like when he's with United and he just like moans all the time. Like that stuff is frustrating. Same thing with Chelsea when they struggled. Whereas when he was good. But like here's the thing. Like he seems sometimes like such a frustrating coach. Yeah. But like all the players, like if the play, I mean especially if he likes you, the players love him. Yeah, that's the whole thing with him is when it's going well, the players love him. If it starts to sour, then his relationship he starts to call out the players, and that's where that's right. where it gets that. In your age of football, it doesn't necessarily that's harder to do, that's harder for that to work. There's a lot. Ooh, there. you sound like fucking Roy Keane back when we had men playing this game. No, but like, no, I no, I get yeah. it though. I get it. But like, especially yeah, like because of how public it is. Because if back in the day, if a manager said something about his called his player out in the press, he called it out and. It, in front of the people you read it in the newspaper whatever it was now it's fucking all over social media you're getting trolled non-stop for a week it like it's a it's yeah. a different but like he, he just fascinates me because like i can't um, I, it's hard for me to imagine getting called out like on he calls out sometimes he'll call out the team on instagram yeah but like it, it's like and it works it's not like it's like oh like it's hard for me. Like, how does that work? How does it like? Oh, the players like love this guy. He just called. He just he sh- threw shade at them on, on yeah. fucking. He Twitter. said you, he said you played terrible like, and you needed to show up to training like, tomorrow when you're supposed working. to have a day off. But it's working. And even that, even the documentary, the documentary, honestly, just stock off Mourinho PR. Yeah, which the documentary um, was started when uh, Pochettino was there. He just walked into it. So yeah. That's impressive. Now, who is your second stock up? You have a second? Do you have a third? I, How many do we have? Um, cuz if I you mean, don't I, have a stock up, I'll just I'll just give a stock up or a stock a stock surprisingly staying level. Okay. Um, so I have a couple. Like I'm going to there's 
Let's talk about Liverpool. Let's. That's where I was headed. Yeah, because that's where you want to go, and I feel a, like, like I have other team... ones that I could talk about, but I'm I'm sort of I'm, I'm sort of saving it, saving yeah. it for next week. Um, but yeah, Liverpool. So who are, who are they out with? I think Kane's nope. left injured. Yeah. So no the, Salah. They start without Trent Alexander Arnold. They start without obviously Virgil Van Dyke is going to miss the season. Um. Keita did leave injured. Salah was out. So they start a back four of James Milner, Fabinho, Matip, and Robertson. Clean sheet against Jamie Vardy. Yeah. They start a midfield of Wijnaldum, Keita, and Curtis Jones, and a front three of Firmino, Mane, and Jota, who Jota has now scored in his first four appearances in the league at Anfield. What a um, signing. Which is a new record for goals in home games, I think, to start a career, which is a weird record. But um, I really thought that Leicester were going to be able to at least trouble Liverpool with everything that everything yeah. that they're missing. But, like, I watched the game and I thought to myself, so this is what it's like. I watch Arsenal, and no matter who they play, they suck. No matter who Liverpool play, they play well. It doesn't matter. Like, obviously, we have the 7-2. Let's put that aside. That's a... Not just an anomaly for this team. That's a huge outlier in football history. So, yeah. um, but really, we're going with <laughs> a central midfielder and a guy who has played winger, midfielder, and fullback. That's that's yeah, who we keep, that keeps a clean sheet against Vardy, did, Madison, yeah. and Barnes. Who did Fabinho give the penalty away to the other game? Because I've, I've been I've been waxing lyrical about Fabinho. I think Sheffield. He, uh, I think he is a solid. Uh, you talked about me. it. I I think he's we talked about it before right? that, and then he gave the penalty away. Yeah, yeah. Because then you brought it up to me. Like he's been he's he's impressed me. He's really impressed me at center back. Um, it's almost like a Fernandinho type who can do both those things. But even just his stature as like a player, like I can once they're like, oh, he's playing center back. I was like that that fits. I can yeah. see him doing fine. Um, He's got the he fits the profile, yeah. At the very um, least, yes. And moving forward, that could be like a big thing. Like even like when Van Dyke comes back, even if it's just like Van Dyke and Fabinho. That's a I feel like that's a solid pairing. I don't know. Obviously, there's still the sample size is small, but a clean sheet against uh, Jamie Vardy. Uh, as things look, and for, it's for, it's Tottenham for me, Liverpool as the first two. At home. Yeah, I know. He did miss. Did you see the the one scramble where it's cleared I off didn't. the line and then hits the I, post and goes to yeah, Schmeichel? Yeah, I yeah. saw so much. It's like man, like like this guy, he just can't score. And yeah. then he did it. Because I was like, I'm like, let me look at his stats last year. Because I was like curious about it. Because I remember like he scored against Chelsea at home and it was like the first time in so long. Well, yeah, he when he scored I, against he scored in the loss to Atletico in the champion the famous Champions League game that should not have happened. Right. Um, and that was his first goal of the season at Anfield. Yeah, and I was like, let me look at his stats. And his stats are not bad, especially when you're playing with Mane and Salah. Yeah. He had like 9-9 nine and nine or something, or 9-8. and eight. And like you look at it, and like there was games where it was like, oh, he had like two assists in this game. Yeah, he's just three, not, he had three, he's he just had three not as clinical because he doesn't need to be. But yeah, he's and, a very and, creative center actually, forward. It's actually perfect for them because yeah. even when you like, because you're playing on the road, those are the those are tough games. And he's oh, but like, don't worry, we have a guy who like he only scored. If he scores, yeah. he scores on the road. So like, to have that is like so key. And even, now they have even if him as just like a false nine with Mane and Salah running in behind, like 
it's, and even it's if you a take perfect him out, setup. You now have Jota. Yeah. Who he scored what four straight games? Uh-huh. Um, you have him. So now, like now, take out Firmino who doesn't score all that much. You have Jota who scores all that much, and then you have the two guys on the wing who scored a shit ton. A shit ton. It's now just now just occurring to me. Uh, although the listener doesn't need to know this, I have no clue what time we took an ad break. So I'm just mentally. That's good. Trying That's good. to figure that out. Um, um, anything else you wanted to touch on? Do we want to look ahead to well, next? What we're, what we're looking forward to, because you say you say it's Liverpool and Tottenham. Those are the two. Liverpool play Chelsea. That's what we got to look forward to. That's the big thing. Well, no, That's Chelsea the, play Tottenham. Oh, sorry. Did I say Liverpool? Yeah, Chelsea yeah, yeah. Play, sorry, yeah, yeah. Sorry. So Chelsea, if... If Chelsea, Chelsea play if Chelsea play Spurs and win at the bridge, they play themselves into that. But if Spurs go to the bridge and get a win, it more solidifies, right. it, it more solidifies Tottenham so and Liverpool as the, as the top two. I think Chelsea are in that conversation already. I, I think they're very close. Um, but, and so like, I think it's weird. Like I was thinking back on it and I remember this was a couple years ago. This was Antonio Conte's first season. And I remember there was a point, there was for a little bit, when Chelsea were playing really good, they were in the midst of that run, and there was a moment where I was like, first time I felt like Chelsea were going to win the league. Yeah. But I was afraid to say it. And I think the first time I said it was, you visited Penn State, yep. you're out drinking. And this was, I think, going into uh, another, a friend of a friend was there, and he's an Everton fan. I think that, I think that weekend, Everton had beaten Arsenal. And so and I was I getting said, shit from... Him. Uh, yeah, and I said, I said, I think after some drinks, I was confident enough to say, guys, Chelsea are winning the Premier League. They're winning the Premier League. I don't know how close that was. I have to look at the dates to when they played Everton and beat them five nil. Yeah. Um, but I remember that was like the first time, and um, we went to a bar that night. I think the bar that we started at was like it, like free Google wings lunch. and free shots to, or free yeah, shots to start. It was yeah. at Chrome. That's when I said it because we were yeah. watching the uh, the Penn State. Um. Penn State, Michigan State game, I yeah. believe, was was what was going on. But I remember that was like the first time. But like recently, I was like doing the thing, doing the uh, my uh, stock up, stock down, making my predictions, and I'm starting to get confident in this Chelsea team, and I'm looking forward to this game against Tottenham uh, because I feel like Tottenham are getting more of the raves. Um, but I I don't know. I have something something about this Chelsea team, so we'll we'll see. That's something to look forward to because I think they are in yeah. that conversation. And that has to be what we look forward to because you won't be on the next episode um, because you will be on a self-hiatus. Uh, I, I won't announce your bad decisions. I won't announce your bad decisions. Um, tell Ron I said hi. And hopefully we'll have a Spurs and a Chelsea fan on to talk about the... Uh, It'll be good and it won't be lopsided you know, if I'm there. That's that's what I'm telling myself. Exactly. Well, at least it won't be lopsided. It'll be uh, me, you know, kind of sitting and moderating the discussion between two teams who are far superior to the team I support. Oh, um, poor One day we'll I'll be back involved in that conversation. But I mean, yeah. um, why don't we? Why you just, do, what's your prediction for this game? Chelsea yeah, Spurs. Right. Yeah. Do we do we do we do predictions on here? Or? We don't. But let's do it. Spurs two, Chelsea one. I'm gonna say Chelsea two, Spurs one. Can I before I sign off? Wait, I actually Chelsea want... don't concede goals. We're clean sheet FC. You have conceded three to West Brom. We've conceded one in like our past. 
I don't even know how many games. I'm going to go look to see real quick what it looks like for you, uh, for for Chelsea against Spurs. Because I, I want to see the stats based on a couple of the recent fixtures, at least at the bridge. Can you think, of, when's the last time that Spurs have won at the bridge? Because now that I've given their prediction of a win. Last time Spurs won at the bridge, I believe we had Willie Caballero on goal. That's Erickson. Erickson hit a like a banger. This was our year. We finished like fifth, I think. Okay. Uh, yeah, just type in Chelsea Spurs last five. Last so April first, twenty eighteen, was the last time in the league that Spurs won at the Bridge. Um, now remember, Spurs three one Chelsea out of the EFL Cup. Yeah. So that was, I mean, that was that was at Tottenham, but yeah. a three one win um, in twenty eighteen, April twenty eighteen, Ericsson. Right before yeah. the break. Yep, that was that big To one. equalize it um, after Murata scored. And then a second half Dele Alley double. 62nd, 66th Who? minute. Remember him? Yeah. Man. Those are the times. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to stick 3-1. 3-1 Spurs. But um, in you the meantime. 2-1. Yeah, that's what I meant. Sorry, 3-1 was the God. result I was just looking at. 2-1, 2-1. 7-1 Spurs is what I'm saying. Either right? way. 9-1. It's going to be a huge. It's going to be. It's a big game. Huge implications on how the, the season could play out. So, um, you know, do the thing. Follow us on Twitter. Currently, our uh, Twitter handle is at Footy Do. Same with Instagram. Also at Iltawait Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. But Jared, as always, pardon our French. <laughs>